This is Amy Cohen Epstein, founder and executive director of the 20 plus year old nonprofit organization, the Lynn Cohen Foundation, and the SEAM, the series for education and awareness in medicine. In this podcast, I'll be interviewing female founders, entrepreneurs, scientists, doctors, researchers to talk about women's health, wellness, and preventive care. Take a listen. Um, I'm very excited today to welcome Susie Schwartz to the SEAM podcast. And I don't think I've ever actually read a bio, even from an oncologist, but I think that um, today will be the first time I do that because I find it, um, I don't know, really relevant to do so. So Susie Schwartz is the founder and CEO of the Unplug Meditation app and the world's first drop-in secular meditation studio. She's also the author of Unplug, a simple guide to meditation for busy skeptics, like myself, and modern soul seekers. In 2012, Susie learned a three-minute meditation that changed her life forever. Prior to this, she was a fashion editor and makeup guru, working at Vogue, Elle, Marie Claire, and Glamour Magazine with regular appearances on GMA, The Today Show, CBS Early Show, and many more. Once she discovered meditation, she was determined to keep doing it, but could not find a place to easily learn and practice. After taking hundreds of hours of classes, reading every book possible and listening to podcasts and lectures from the world's most famous meditation teachers, Susie realized that meditation needed a makeover and she was the one to do it. Susie's mission is to make meditation simple, accessible, powerful, and interesting enough so that everyone will want to practice it and experience the benefits for themselves. So to just dive right in, will you sort of start with where you started from, kind of like, you know, a little bit of your history, not really like your whole resume, but how this how this world that you've created began? Like what was your real motivation and movement to get to where you are today? Well, I really started as a fashion editor um, from the second I was actually in college working. And when I graduated, I was working. Um, and I started working at magazines like Vogue, Elle, Marie Claire. And then I was at Glamour for 14 and a half years doing makeovers. And doing makeovers is a lot of focus on the outside. So we would really kind of help people with hair, help people with makeup. I'd hire top photographers. We'd bring in the best clothes and we'd shoot the before and the after. And what I found was people felt confidence on the inside and you could see it on the outside. So no matter how beautiful they were, the prettiest ones are the ones that feel the prettiest on the inside. And so I started kind of working in that realm for a really long time, covering the collections in Milan, Paris, New York. It was a dream job. And I was out here dressing Robin Roberts for the Oscars. She's an anchor on Good Morning America. And I went to go, I had like a slot where I could go visit a friend. And I went to go visit my friend in Malibu named Joe Flanagan. And his three kids with my friend Catherine um, were running free. And I was like, my three kids are climbing up the walls in New York City. So as a joke to my husband, I said, maybe we should think about moving to Los Angeles. Well, I put it out into the universe. And the next thing you know, he gets a job offer to do something in Connecticut. 
And as a joke, he said, I bet you my wife would move to Los Angeles before she would move to Connecticut from Manhattan. And they said, oh, I didn't know you were interested in Los Angeles. We have a great job in LA. So they um, had him meet Eli Broad, who is the founder of the Broad Museum. So Mark came out here. He interviewed with Eli. Eli loved him. And he said, I want you to move to Los Angeles. So it was one of those crazy things because my whole family was in New York. My dream job was in New York. I was joking when I said I would move out here. And he really wanted to try something new and try something different. It was an amazing opportunity. So we took it. And we all moved out here and I was then traveling back and forth between New York and Los Angeles, six months into moving here. And I was feeling very anxious about leaving my kids in LA when I didn't have family here um, and going back and forth. My mother-in-law saw me and she said, you really need to breathe. So she taught me a three minute breathing exercise that totally changed my life and took me from being completely stressed out to totally calm. And that was three minutes. And I said, what is that? And she said, it's called meditation. You should learn how to do it. Well, you don't know me that well, but when someone says something to me and I'm interested in something, I dive deep. I mean, I just was like Googling every place to meditate, wanted to find out who the best teachers were in the world, started searching stuff, and it was complicated. They were either retreats that you had to go on at the time. This is 2012, long classes, um, expensive TM or Vedic sessions where you're getting your mantra and it's like four days you're in some strange guy's apartment Uh, or the UCLA six week mindfulness course. And there was the Deepak Chopra um, 21 day meditation series that he had just launched. So I started doing all of them at the same time. And I was at the same time working with different TV shows and they would constantly call me and I would say, I'm so sorry. I'm actually taking a class at my, at the mark or I was doing this. And finally I realized I am more interested in this than I am in that. And it's so complicated. I should open up a studio for meditation to make it really easy. And I said to my husband, I'm like, I should quit fashion and open up a meditation studio. And he said, you should learn how to meditate first. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I'll learn how to meditate first. I'll open up a studio. And he's like, you really need a business plan, which I had no idea how to do. And then obviously this is becoming a very long story, but asked a friend who was super smart if she would help me create a business plan, which she did. And next thing you know, voila, unplugged meditation studio in Los Angeles. And is it something that you now do, like how does meditation, before we get into Unplugged and what it's done for the community, what has it done for you? Like, do you still do your three minute meditation? Is it something you do daily? Like how has it changed your life on a, like a granule level? It's such a great question and it's changed my life in so many huge ways, but I'll give you an example, um, a Mother's Day example because that was pretty recent. So the other day, something happened and my son's like, I'm so sorry, I ruined your mother's day. And I said to him, honestly, the only person who can ruin my mother's day is me. And I realized when I said that, that I really do have a superpower. 
And that superpower comes from meditation. It comes from being able to recognize the small stuff versus the stuff that's real. My inner voice versus, you know, how I feel about myself, other people and external um, issues and how I actually respond to them. I used to be someone who would, something would happen and I would react right away. I no longer do that. I pause, I calm myself down, and then I respond. I never had that power before. I'm much more of a reactive person, not in a negative way, but someone who's just moving 200 miles per hour. So being able to slow down not only helps me make better decisions in life, helps me um, kind of control my emotions, but it actually helps me be present for these amazing moments that are happening around me. Before I was, I would say like, not a type A personality, because I don't, I've never really considered myself that, though I was constantly into um, goal setting and achieving all the time, but I didn't land in those moments and celebrate them. Now I'm like, whoa, this is amazing. I'm just sitting in my garden watching the ground grow and I can appreciate that. Consciously or does it just happen now, like happen? Excuse me? Is it a conscious thing now? Like you have to, you're sitting watching and you think to yourself, oh, I'm sitting watching or is it just happen? Like I'm I'm much more aware when I am present. Mm. And I'm also aware when I'm not present and can become present. Whereas before I was not even aware that I was pretty much not really present. So I think that's a huge benefit. I feel good. And I, and, you know, look, there's people that we meet in life that try to wreck our peace, right? Whether it's our children, it's people that we work for, it's our spouses, it's our families, whatever. But I've become somewhat indestructible because of meditation, And I know that sounds egotistical. It's not at all. It's really about being able to separate and compartmentalize things. And mostly when you're present, those things that are happening outside of you can be just that. That's like amazing. (laughs) I know. It really is. It's amazing. I didn't invent it. So I, I, it's, but here's the thing. I do meditate every single day. And I was, when I first started, I would be meditating all the time, you know, on these long classes and all this stuff. It doesn't need to be long though, to be effective. You can meditate for five minutes every single day and have it making a huge impact in your life. I meditate every morning for 10 minutes. That's it. My morning practice is 10 minutes long. Can you walk us through that? Like, can you tell us what, it, what does that mean? Do you, what do you, what is your meditation? Okay. So I practice, I like variety. I've, yes, I've done all the different kinds. There's transcendental meditation, which is where they give you a word that's your own word and you, you know, 
repeat it over and over again silently inside of yourself. Vedic meditation is pretty much the exact same thing. I've tried those. Those don't like, I think if you have that practice, I always tell people don't mess with it because it's a great practice. I'm just someone who likes more variety. I like to be guided. So I have the unplug meditation app, which has 80 of world renowned teachers who are cool, interesting, and make it inspirational and fun, which keeps me coming back for more. On the homepage of the Unplug app, there's two ways to go. You can either do the meditation of the day, or you could do the featured course. I now do this thing called the featured course. I'm going to show it to you so you can see exactly what I do since you're asking me. Um, okay. So I go to the homepage. You see the today's picture? That's a different meditation every single day. Today's the new moon, so it's the new moon. And then there's the feature course. I click the features course. This month is Mental Health Awareness Month. And it's like day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six. I'm on day, um, I don't, I guess it's like, it's, I just finished day 11. So I guess it's the 11th of the month. So this is what I do every day. Just click one of these. I don't take a vote. I don't think I put on my meditation mask where it's a mask with built-in earphones. So I don't wake my husband who's laying in bed. I lay back down. So I wake up, press the button, lay back down, meditate for 10 minutes. Then I get up, I go directly downstairs. I go on my yoga mat now. I do another app called Home Gym where I work out for like 15, 20 minutes in the morning. Then I go directly, I've kind of habit stacked my life lately. Then I go directly into my kitchen and I make this thing called Shakeology, which I just love. It makes me feel good. It's this shake that's so good. And then I start my day. So I've done those three things and I can check that box and I start the day feeling amazing. And you're up, are you the first one up in your house? Like you're up before? I am. I'm the first one up. And are you a morning person? I am, but I'm also an evening person. So I'm someone who I know a lot of people say everybody needs a certain amount of sleep. I've never been that way since I was born. I was a five to six hour a night person. And that's, I can't sleep more than that. And on some, you know, some people are jealous of that because I have a longer day, but other people think it's a disaster for my health. And other people think, um, you know, it's so great. But the truth is when you're growing up and you're like that, nothing's happening for another like four hours. So you're like up at six and nobody's, there's nothing happening. Now it's the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> when I was younger, I was like. Well, then this past year, I would have loved that. I would have loved the three hours or two hours of silence before the whole house was up. Right. That would have been nice. It right. is what it is at the end of the day. I mean, you know, you can argue all the sides of it. It's just who you, it's your, nor it's your normal, which is right. I, I think I'm one of those rare people that just doesn't need as much sleep as most. People. I know people that are four hours. That's just yeah. who they are. And maybe they take a nap in the day. That's sort of what they do. They sort of lay down, close their eyes a little bit, but I'm six hours. Time. That's like, that's solid for me. Yeah. I could sleep for nine hours. That would be nice, but wow. I, don't. I wish I could. I never was able to do that. I could do that. That would be really <laughs> lovely. I don't, but I could, I would love to. 
Um, okay. So back to your meditation. And when you started, I know you said you tried lots of things and you, you know, ran the gamut. Did you come to this sort of 10 minute quickly, or was this something that you honed as you honed and figured out, you know, how, when you were growing unplugged and, and built your studio and then built the app, or was this something you knew from the beginning, what you needed? Well, unplug the studio. Those classes are 30 minutes and 45 minutes. And when you do them, it's an experience and it's an incredible experience. Um, And those classes were fantastic. But as this grew and grew, there were students who were coming and said, I have to travel. There was one student who used to be a producer at ESPN. And he said, I have to travel. I don't even want to leave LA because I don't want to leave my teachers here at Unplug. Can I please record some of them so I can take them with me? And I said, you know what? That's like a great idea. Let's do it. So actually he also, his name was Jeroen, suggested that I do live streaming too, which I didn't take his advice at the time, which was a bad move on my part. But I did take the other advice and he requested certain videos from specific teacher and we recorded those videos. And then other people started knowing that he was getting them and they were asking me, next thing you know, I'm recording all these teachers and teachers are asking me to be on there and media train them because in my former career, I did a lot of television. So I was able to produce media train and get them all up on the air. Um, And once I did that, we started filming all these things and I realized most people don't have a lot of time to meditate. Most, I find that the sweet spot is that 10 minutes because 10 minutes, anybody can spare. If you don't have 10 minutes, you really don't have a life. And I, I mean that, like if you don't have 10 minutes for yourself, what are you, like, what's your life all about? Right. And we all have it. We all can find it. You know, when our kids get sick or when something happens, we make the time for things that are important. So I believe meditation is so important for everyone because we spend so much time focusing on our rear end and our bodies, but our brains are 10 times more important. And we need to think about that. We need to think about the long game, not just the short game. The long game is, is that meditation scientifically has been proven to slow down aging, to help you focus, make better executive decisions, um, improve your memory, and it actually shrinks your amygdala, which is the back part of the brain. So it's shrinking stress and anxiety. And stress and anxiety are the things that actually cause your cortisol to spike, which causes, if you're operating with high levels of cortisol for a long period of time, cortisol is a stress hormone, um, you can actually get sick, so sick that we have several teachers at the studio who either overcome different types of challenges, but one even lost an organ because of stress. Oh, it's, I mean, the, the relationship between mental health and physical health and, you know, are the studies are deep and, you know, long study. Yeah. There's the connection. Yeah. is there. There's no, there's no question about it. Absolutely. You can't, you can't just take care of your physical health and ignore your mental health and vice versa. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maria, Maria Shriver has a great quote. And she said, if women could see how flabby their brains were, they would get on it. Yeah. 
I mean, there's no meditation really strengthens your brain. In fact, there's a Harvard neuroscientist named Sarah Lazar who did a study at Mass General. And what she found was at the age of 25, our brains are at peak. And slowly they start to decline after that to the point where when you're 50, your brain is down here. So what she did was a study with 50 year olds who had never meditated before. And she had them meditate every day for 28 minutes a day, even though they all mostly did 23 for eight weeks. And she did before and after scans of their brain. And she shows you them in this TED talk. And by the end, the 50-year-old's brains were as sharp as the 25-year-old's. Their memory grew, executive decision-making, focus grew in that region of the brain, and anxiety, stress shrunk in the amygdala. And she showed that. So like we have the power to change the physical structure of our brain just by sitting in silence. It's amazing. It's amazing. You can bounce it back. It's incredible. It's incredible that people forget your brain is a muscle and mm-hmm. that it can be strengthened and it can bounce back faster than our butts. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're right. You're right. And we've seen people with weak brains, weak brains are the people that are reactive, yeah. reacting to every little thing. Their, their coffee comes in too cold at Starbucks and they freak out. They, their child is a minute late for the car before they have to leave. And they, you know, scorch the entire village. You know, we've seen this. I call those weak brains and I was a weak brain. So I, you know, walking the walk now, but I was one of those people that was racing everyone around me, getting freaked out. And by the way, it still happens. I still get stressed. Stress will still happen. I will still crumble, but that I notice it quicker and I'm able to actually press pause and calm myself down and then respond. Whereas before I would just engage and go down that path. Right. I really believe in the power of community and I believe in the power of positive community and, um, especially in a city that we live in, you know, in Los Angeles, where it's so hectic and so fast paced and so competitive. And I think what you've built is so beautiful and powerful and just vibrant, but also calm at the same time. Um, And the juxtaposition of the app that you've had and you have in the lives, you know, being able to live stream classes, I think is is wonderful to be able to allow your member, you know, your just everybody the access. But tell me a little bit more about the community that you've built and what it's given to to people that are, you know, in it. I think it's just incredible. When you own your own business, it's the greatest thing in the world. Even though it's stressful and it's hard and it's 24 seven, what's so great about it is you can actually hire all the people that you like. So all the teachers, are all the people that I actually want to meditate with. (laughs) So so it's selfish, but it's selfless at the same time. Um, And the community has been just the most life expanding thing I've ever done. You know, when you grow up in a bubble, like I did, and I'm the first one to admit I grew up in a bubble, um, 
you don't really kind of go outside your bubble. You kind of hang around with people you're attracted to. You, you find like-minded people and you go in that direction. But when you open up a business, anyone can walk in the door. So when I first opened up Unplug, I remember there was a guy who walked in off the street and he had tattoos from his ankle all the way to the top of his chin. And I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> and I was quick to judge. And it turned out that that guy, Mike, was one of the greatest people that I've ever met in my life. He actually worked at Life Gym across the street. He was a trainer. He trained all these amazing people. He brought all of them over to Unplug. He was kind. He created the strong board. And he became someone that I really respect and look up to. Had I not had this, I would not have met people who you know, suffer from alcoholism or are recovering drug addicts or, and those people not only make the best teachers because they've overcome the hardest challenges, but they're incredible human beings because of the richness of how they live their lives. So being able, and, and by the way, like I mentioned these people, but We've got CEOs from different companies all over Los Angeles. We've got creative directors from Mattel. Like you never know, third world famous surgeons, A-list actors, they all walk in through the door and they're all in the same class. Tree huggers sitting next to an A-list actor who's next to a CEO, who's next to a you know, gym guy, who's next to you know, someone who's in recovery. And that's what I love so much about Unplug is it's the most eclectic, beautiful group of random human beings who all end up connecting with each other. And like, that's the best part about the physical studio. Yeah. What's been amazing is that the teachers from the physical studio have stuck with us and the people who were trapped in their homes. And there were a lot of women who you know, we're lonely, aren't married, don't have families. And we were their community. We were their home. We were their social life, but it kept going for the entire pandemic. And in fact, some of those people would be on live streaming with us like five to seven times a day. And that's not a sad thing. That's a beautiful thing because they were seeing their friends on the live stream. It was like, it's still a scene. It's still a scene on Zoom and it's a scene in the studio. And it's just like, I don't know. And reading the comments too on the Unplug app, being able to see what everybody has to say, how it's impacting them. It's just very cool. Oh, and there's a couple other things. Can I just talk? Absolutely. Um, so we also do um, corporate classes. So we're teaching at Google. We're teaching at YouTube. We're teaching at ABC News to all the producers at Kaiser Permanente to the surgeons. We taught the entire Beverly Hills Police Department how to meditate. And going into those places, we used to do it physically. Now we're doing it, you know, tech on Zoom has been like just so amazing to be able to teach a 30 minute class, everything you need to know about meditation and actually get them excited to start one of our feature courses or our challenges. And then they meditate every day and come back and say, wow, I'm sharing this with my kids. I'm sharing this with, it's impacting my job. It's impacting my life. That's been very cool too. 
It's amazing. I mean, you're, I mean, it's it, the impact that you've had and the tentacles out into our community, our larger community in the world. It's incredible. I mean, I just think it's so fabulous. I'm in awe and, and grateful as a member of our greater community. I mean, knowing the people that you've touched and the lives that you've changed, you should feel really proud and really excited. And I think, I mean, to me that that's how things change and, and that's how the world changes and the best things happen when it happens really organically. And, you know, like you said, from the beginning, you put it out in the world when you were out in Malibu and you saw the waves crashing and kids running and you're like, I think maybe we'll move to Los Angeles, you know, and, and it happened and, and look what you've done when you've, been out here and and the lives that you've like literally changed I and mean, those are better police officers because my guess is like you they now can stop and breathe and and be better participants in in their lives in their daily lives and in the actions that are happening around them because they know how to you know be they know how to meditate and then they can you know, stop. And like you said, they're not as reactive, which is incredible. And people in their just daily corporate lives. It's, it's amazing. It's so well, amazing. I was talking to this woman incredible. about it and she said, you had a choice. When I learned from my mother-in-law, the three minute way to calm myself down yeah. in that moment, I had a choice. I could keep it for myself and hoard it, or I could share it. And I made that choice to share it because that's all I really wanted to do after I learned how to do that. And when you say it's me, it's not really me to be honest with you. I'm like, I always say I'm like an agent. I'm like the Eileen Ford of meditation teacher. Find these amazing teachers and I turn them into stars and they go out into the world and they the ripples massive. It's like a tsunami of love and of present moment awareness. And I am a part of it on different types of levels, but I never considered it to be me. Yeah. Just so you know, like it's, it's, we all have a ripple. We all have the power to change our environment. When I teach a corporate, I always say this, have you ever experienced secondhand stress. Someone walks into your space, they're stressed out and they stress you out. Have you? Of course. Yeah. Have you ever given other people secondhand stress? You're stressed out and you stress out the whole way, right? We don't want to give it and we don't want to get it, but it also shows you that like we have a ripple that is felt far and wide. Every single human on the planet has this. So we have a choice. The second we wake up in the morning, whether we have a positive ripple or an angry, toxic, negative ripple. And I think the best way to control your ripple and to put out what you want is by meditating first thing in the morning. And whether you do it on an app or with us or by yourself, closing your eyes, just setting an intention and slowing down your breath. Because honestly, you really don't need any of the stuff to do it. You just need to do it. This makes it easier, but that will change the whole world. So I do believe that meditation will change the world. I don't believe it's just unplug meditation. 
I believe that all meditation in any way that anybody will do it is good enough, whether it's 60 seconds, six minutes, or six hours, which I've never been able to do. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. And I'm proud to know you. And I'm thanks, so thankful that you took this time to talk to us. I believe so profoundly in the importance of meditation, but really in the importance of the greater um, just idea of mental health. I do. And I think that anything that we can do, especially as women, to remind ourselves and remind each other that, like you said, you know, the if we all, as Maria Shriver said, you know, if we could see how flabby our brains are, then we would know. And I think that as women, we really we just don't, we don't take the time to, to think about it. And we put it aside and we cast it aside our entire health and wellness picture. Um, and when we do think about it, we really look at the physical and, you know, as you said, straight from the beginning, um, in your earlier life, you know, maybe you think of it as your past life when you were helping make over women, um, you know, that outer, that outer beauty, the real changes are the women that feel it from the inside and it makes them feel beautiful from the inside. And you don't feel beautiful unless it radiates from within. And it doesn't matter. This stuff doesn't, it just doesn't matter if it doesn't come from within. And if you're mentally unhealthy, it's the same thing. Um, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's we're one person in a one picture and it just has to click together. So um, we have to be able to find ways to to stay healthy from head to toe and to have created something and some place to help us do that is incredibly impactful. So yes, I believe that you're a part of the ripple, but a huge part of it. Um, and I'm grateful because I live in your community and I feel it. And whenever I feel your presence, um, if I'm the country mart and you walk by, you're like this just calming presence. You really are. And it's, there are very few people like that, especially in, you know, especially today in this time when people are so frenetic and so, you know, moving from one place to the next and worried about themselves, you have, you bring a very calm presence and it's, it's so nice to be around. So um, thank you for your time. And I really appreciate it. And I know anyone listening is going to, too. Um, and just, I'm happy you moved out to LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>